Good evening, you mob, and welcome back to the Outlax podcast. Proudly brought to you by great sponsors, Toyota Forklifts and also SCS Australia. I'm your host, Matt, from the Outlax Rugby League Club, and also joining me is Brother Sean from the Game Changers podcast. Brother, how are you going? Yeah, good, brother. How are you? Good. Um, big week for you, bro. I don't know how many podcasts you've knocked out this week. Yeah, knocked three out, and then this is this will be four with you, brother. So, been busy, but that makes up for us, players. Uh, slack couple of couple of weeks there probably a month or, or six weeks or so so yeah start getting getting amongst it a bit more now with semi-finals of a lot of the local comps as well so we'll get amongst it a little bit more uh junior footy and everything coming in the finals so uh we did a couple of big ones last year with a lot of the juniors that made uh certain uh grand finals and stuff so uh yeah we'll pump it up a little bit more and I was, I was having a good listen to the um to the yarn with Brother Daryl there. That, that was a really good um yarn, just an insight into I suppose his footy career and how it went. But yeah, you got any anything else lined up for for in the future coming up? Oh, obviously, um, like mentioned the other night, Craig Trindle. Um, we'll we'll get Craig on, if not this week coming, uh, the following week. So Craig Trindle's another one who. Um, he played a couple of games in the end, but it was the back end of his career. And, um, you know, like he, he was one of those players that uh, should have been, a, you know, 250, 300 gamer as well. I yeah. actually talked to Craig Gower uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, my young followers and, and mates and that danced at the NADOC board Penrith. And uh, we bumped into Craig Gower that night and talked to him a little bit about some of the followers like Sean Laurie and, and um, as soon as I mentioned Craig Trindle's name, he said, oh, could have been anything. He was a better footballer than me, but he just, you know, obviously didn't have the work ethic and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff, which I'm sure the trick would have heard many a time. But coming from Craig Gower's mouth himself that night too, you know, like just sort of bring it all um, back and put it in, in the perspective how good trick was as well. Yeah, 100%, bro. And you done the um, the uh, the arms with the uh, Bow and Darling Teams this week. Um, any, any news? Who, who got up today, bro? Garuga. Garuga got up. So uh, there was word that you know, like that Burke was going to be too fast for him, and um, yeah, through the middle and out wide. But um, I think they jumped out to a ten-point lead halfway through the second half, and um, Garuga reeled him in and got him late. I think so. I don't know the final score. I just know that. Um, seeing Marky, Marky Knight and a couple of things on Facebook that, um, yeah, Garuga got the chocolates out there. So congratulations to the mighty Magpies. Good stuff, Garuga. Small community and um, good to see footy back running out that way. I uh, just want, want to have a real quick shout out to Brother Tomcat, one of the hosts on his show. Um, he lost his old boy during the week. So just uh, thoughts to Brother Tomcat and the family there. He'll, he'll be um, back on the show in a couple of weeks. We'll get into it, bros. Um, a few weeks ago, we mentioned, I think it was the first 29 sides in the knockout that got uh, that got released and who'd, who'd been entered into the knockout. They've, um, during the week, released a whole bunch more sides. So we'll quickly run through them. Uh, Dark and Jung Waters, um, side out of Central Coast. And Brother Sean, jump in if you don't have a yarn with, with any of them. Uh, there's a Waramai side um, entering in as well. I'm not too sure if it's got any connection with the old Waramai Dolphins. Not too sure, but... Yeah, probably. I, I reckon it, it would. Um, yeah, a lot of the mob up there pretty stick pretty solid. Um, Port Stephens mob. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Dungati Connections, uh, they'll be back this year. That they done the, they done um, Yowies in the second round there last year. And uh, unless I'm not seeing it correctly, that's the only Kempsey side currently locked in. So who mm-hmm. knows? Um, will be there. They haven't been there in a little while. Maybe 2016. I can maybe remember them at Leichhardt, but South Coast United will be back there. Who was that one you mentioned before South Coast? Uh, Dungati connections. Dungati, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, in terms of um, teams from up that way, I know Nam Bucker's um, got a team as well. So I don't know if uh, Nam Bucker are getting a lot of those players from around Kempsey um, going. I think there's a couple of names as like a memorial side there. So I know Paulie Davis lost his old mum, um, yeah. and they put her away during the week as well. So condolences, condolences to. Uncle Paulie and all, all the family, Kia and uh, Brandy, um, Tisha and all, all the fam. Um, but I reckon that you know there's probably a lot of those players will go and play with Uncle Paulie and um, yeah, might, they might be strong as well, Bucker Bucker. So we'll see how we go there. Uh, yeah, we's are in. Um, we always knew that was going to be there. Bradford All Blacks is there currently one side. I think the last few years have been going with two sides, but they'll have. One side this year. Burke Warriors are in. Um, Camilleroy Gullamays, that's um, Kurt Bassett's side, they're in. Um, a new side from the South Coast, the South Coast Sea Eagles are in. So they're a new side. Um, been seen on them on the socials. If you want to jump on social media and give them a bit of a like, I think they're looking for sponsors and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Casino All Blacks, uh, Brother Fox's side there. Good to see Casino All Blacks going to the big knockout. They've been knocking away the, the Lismore knockout for a number of years. Um, Waterloo one and two, so they've got two sides coming out of Waterloo. Uh, <coughs> Wellington Wedgetails will be back there. They had a good year uh, last year. Mungandai is back. I think uh, a couple of years since Mungandai has been at the, the big knockout, so I'm hearing they've got a pretty good side as well. Um, Castlereagh All Blacks will be back there as well. Brothers United, I think, um, oh, what's his name? Brother Tyrone Walker runs that side, maybe at a Coonabarabra and um, somewhere around there. So Brothers United side. Tweed Connections will be back there, Brother Lance and, and the crew. Uh, Griffith is there. Um, I think it's going under a, a memorial side, but I'm pretty sure it's just the Griffith Three Ways mob. So does that uh, mean that, um, does that mean, brother, that um, the Fafita brothers aren't attached? I'm not too sure, bro. I haven't, I haven't really heard too much, but um, I think it's going under... I think it's a Simpson Memorial side Griffith or something like that. So I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure if it's connected to three ways or whatever, but um, yeah. Um, Newcastle Emus will be there. Again, had a good year last year. Serpents, which is um, Brother Stevie Brandon and the crew from the South Coast, they'll be back. Gundangara Goennas, I think that's the crew out of um, uh, Blue, Mountains, uh, Blue Mountains. Yeah, they'll be back. Tumala Tigers, they'll be there. Um, the side we've been talking about, um, I, th- I think we originally thought that was going to go under Tinga Tigers, but they're going under Tinga two, th- 2369 is the name of their side. That's uh, that's OE side. So Tinga's going to be there. Uh, the Dinner One Boys, so another side out of that Tumala region, they'll be there. And Larpa side one and side two will be there. So I think that brings it up to maybe 50 odd teams, and there'll be about Possibly about uh, you know 14, 14 more teams that could could come into it late. 
I did just uh, write down a few notable sides who aren't there yet. Um, who knows what's happening with them and, and all that sort of thing. They may sort of enter late. So uh, Collie, Collar and Bri, they're not nominated yet, but I, I'm pretty sure they're going. I did hear some some things that they were sort of they're going back there. Um, Gaduga hasn't nominated yet, but I know there was that other, what was, was that Gaduga side, bros? <coughs> Bakara, Bakara, Booglies, yeah. Yeah, so they're going in that, that country, King Browns. I think they've got a lot of the Gaduga boys there too. So not too sure. Who's running, running that side, that country, King Browns? I remember you mentioning that um, last week or the week before. Who, who, who's, um, I'm pretty sure, it's, pretty sure it's like um, Brenton Cochran and that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm young on the boys. Yeah. So not too sure if Gaduga Magpies will go under Magpies, but. um. Uh, pacemakers aren't there yet, but I'm hearing they're going to be there. So, um, sound like pacemakers will be there. Bellbrook Bulldogs aren't there yet. Last year they went under the Gyrite Memorial side and they went fairly well. I'm not too sure if they're going to be there, but they're not down there yet. Wall Street Warriors um, have been there for probably like the last oh, maybe five, six years, but they're not there yet. West Koori Eels, um, they had a good year last year, but they haven't nominated yet. Um, Illawarra Titans, another side that's not there yet. A couple other ones, and we'll, we'll go into well, not, not a whole lot of details, but um, I'm sure everyone's sort of heard the yarns going around at the moment that South Coast Black Cockatoos won't be participating. Um, the, I sort of, sort of spoke to a few, uh, one of the people at their club, and yeah, they've confirmed they won't be there. Um, there's a lot of yarns going around at the moment with what's happening at South Coast. Um, and and all that sort of thing, but um, you know we, we won't go too too much into that. We always want to know if if they're going or not. So South Coast Black Cockatoos won't be there, and the other one I'm hearing uh, is, is Gugars will not be there also. So uh, would have been a long time since a Gugars side hasn't participated at the um, the big knockout. Um, yeah, I remember maybe 10, 15 years ago, you had fellas like um, Luke Walsh running around for him, Owen Craig, he played for him at one point, Isaac Borden was there, I think he played a long time at Gugars. Um, that sort of leads me on to my next uh, topic. Um, I'm hearing a number of the Gugars boys, uh, Claude Gordon, um, uh, who the other followers, Jack Havener and a few of the other boys there who are regulars at Gugars have gone over to the Radjuri Aboriginal Riverside. Um, got a fair bit of goss here about the uh, Wiradjuri side and, and they're looking really strong. Um, last year, I think they made the top eight um, and they had a 10-all draw with Nanima uh, and they had a, a really stacked side last year. Um, a lot of Queensland boys coming down. The yarns I'm hearing out at Wiradjuri is they've got about 12 or 13 Queensland Cup players. Um, one of the Big ones on that list is Bailey Butler. Um, I think many consider him probably the best Aboriginal player not playing NRL right now. He played in the um, Indigenous All Star side at the start of this year um, without being signed to a signed to an NRL club or anything like that. So Bailey Butler will be back there. He played with them last year. I'm hearing um, Mad Dog Aiden Ryan's going to be there coming across from Wello. Mm. Um, also Blake Ferguson. I'm hearing is going to be there. Um, Jonas Pearson, former Titan and, and Dragon, is going to be there. I think he played for them last year. He'll be back. Brennan Roberts, he's uh, in the Queensland Cup system, really good player. 
Uh, Radeen Robinson as well, a really handy Queensland Cup half. I'm hearing the the Burns boys out of Ipswich Jets play really good football. I think one's a half, one's a fullback. They'll be both there. Um, Josh Patston, Tremaine Spry, Brent Wolf. Um, I think they're all playing at Tweed Seagulls. Um, really stacks, uh, really uh, strong players. Cody Parsons, Bailey Hartwig, um, the other Queensland Cup players there. A um, couple of big, big ones I'm hearing is Tyrone Roberts will be there, former Newcastle Knight, and also uh, former NRL legend Greg Bird will also be there. So massive news out of Aradri. Um, they were stacked last year, but um, the, the depth in this side's looking looking pretty big. Um, any news you're hearing about anything new coming out this week? No, I haven't really heard much um, this week. Obviously, just um, with the boomerangs and Toby Keys, all that sort of stuff that you sort of mentioned last week. Um, and I know those guys have been going pretty good up in their local competitions, so uh, not not really um, much news. But I'm, I'm fascinated by uh, you know like these these sides out of Sydney. I'm just looking at the list as I'm talking to you, but um, if everyone's talking about the Sydney All Black side being solid, and then you got two sides coming out of Waterloo, two sides coming out of Larpa. Uh, Redfern's got a side, and we'll probably have a second side with a lot of young fellas that playing there. Um, you know that South Sydney competition as well. Um, it's just like the old method through Kempsey, you know, where Kempsey had four or five sides, and um, I think we saw one one time where they all came together and had that Maclay Valley side at mm. uh, Bathurst, and probably should have won the knockout. Um, and we haven't seen them sort of stick together since then, so. I just think, you know, talking about that, yeah, that SAB side, is it going to be as strong as um, everyone's sort of predicting as well? And we just don't know until you turn up on the Saturday morning, not even a Friday night, Saturday morning, because, yeah, there's going to be quality through them other sides as well. So uh, a lot of them will stick loyal, I reckon, with, with some of the other sides. So it, it's good. It's I love it this time of year, all, all the yarns and all the, mm. all the names being thrown around. So uh, it's yeah, building building the tension, I suppose. That's it. And the other the other thing, it's um you know we're getting a few team lists sent through to us and you know a few names. There's the the amount of people you're hearing in five six teams, you know, he's got to have a laugh and. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, when you mentioned Birdie, I was going to shoot Birdie a message. I'm thinking because if Birdie plays. His brother Mitch will play, mm. and he, he was a solid um, knockout player for a number of years with Men the River when yeah. when the young brothers and Cody and and Ryan Walker and all them files were there, you know, like Dumas and all them when they were solid for a lot of years. So um, yeah, yeah. If Birdie goes, his brother will go as well. But that's the first I've heard. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see if they're there. Uh, I do have a few other teams, just a bit of news. Um, a Tinga side again, got got weekly guys coming in about these fellas. Um, so Jaden Connors, um, he played he uh, he played Q Cup for a few years. Um, he was Walgett's um, hooker for probably about the last four or five years. So I'm hearing he's back there with Tinga. Yeah. Um, jo- Josh Kerr and Adam Elliott is another couple of names I'm hearing with the Tinga side. Um, I've got a f- <coughs> fair few messages that saying that 
Presto is definitely going to be there. Um, and Knockout Champion Flash Witters, I'm hearing, is going to be there too. So the, um, the back line coming out of Tinga is going to be fairly strong. Um, Flash Witters are going too, eh? Yeah. Dude. Yeah, hearing they're going to be strong. The other, the other thing I'm sort of hearing is apparently Nico Hines will be back with Griffith. Um, heard it from a few different teams now, um, a few different sources, I suppose, that some other teams are talking to Nico, and he sort of said himself that he's back with um, with Griffith. So He's the only one that I've heard mail on this week, and I heard mail that he's at the Yowies. Uh, there you go. Another one of these followers, eh? Yeah. Uh, I heard mail that he's at the Yowies. I don't know. I can't even remember who I heard it from, but um, that was the only bit of mail really on on the on a big name this week was yeah Nico going to the Yowies. Yeah, the other one, the other one um, earlier on in the year, Latrell, you know, one of the, you know probably the biggest Aboriginal name out there. Um, early on in the year, we had some some mail that he was with Bunjalung and with Cody there, but since then, I've sort of seen some Bunjalung sides and he's not there, so. Not too sure where he's going to end up. Whether he goes back with um, with Whack or um, you know, his home hometown South Tarrant, <clears throat> there's got two sides in there. I'm not too sure yeah. whether they'll be they'll be. And back I would there. I would imagine his old man would have a fair bit to do with the South Tarrant sides as well, being a, mm. you know, a legend of South Tarrant himself. Um, yeah. So yeah, it'd surprise me if Patrol doesn't go back and play um, with the mob up there. So yeah, hundred we'll percent. Well, uh, we'll move along to the discussion topics, brah. Um, a lot of um, lot of yarns about this one, as as we sort of predicted. Um, the discussion topic number one for this week is um, what's your thoughts on suspended players playing in the knockout? Uh, got a lot of uh, comments on there, and um, like a lot of mix too. You know, um, I suppose with, with the knockout, there's always a lot lot of um, mixed opinions. I suppose. <laughs> what's um. I'll throw to you first, bro. Like, what's what's so the current system now is if you're suspended in your club competition, you can't play at all till you serve those following till you serve that suspension in club football. Is that correct? Yeah. So if you get a if you get a one two game suspension late in the year for your club, and you're yeah. a you're a you're a regular that plays three four knockouts. At the back end of the season or whatever, you can't play any knockouts until you serve. Is that? I think that's right, eh? Yeah, because I remember last year watching a. I think it was last year watching a semi-final, and um, while she while she's a good mate of mine, and went and watched him and Randall, Randall got a bloke in an awkward position. I think it was or or Wow's Warren Shillings, and um, they got suspended out of that game in the semis, and. Um, yeah, they didn't. They didn't play in the knockout. No, I think it was. I think it might have been Randall, um, Randall Briggs, or Warren. Yeah, but boys all played together at Central last year, and yeah, there was uproar around that as well. But it popped up again last year, and for me, it's a, it's, yes, yeah, it's, it's very controversial because I, I understand what a lot of the mob's saying too. Like it's the people's knockout, and um, you know, like New South Wales rugby league have got. Um, you know, they've got a stranglehold on it, I think, again, as much as the host committee sort of run everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. But we'll talk more about it, I'm sure. Yeah, we've got, um, we've got a few comments from um, from people on the um, 
on the comment section there. So Brett French said, simple, don't get suspended and you can play on the knockout. <laughs> uh, got Daryl Johnson here saying, uh, the KO only happens once a year. So yes, uh, they should be allowed to play. Uh, Brother Desi Anderson said, if we are serious about the knockout, then suspensions should stand uh, with the amount of money and insurance and public liability these days. Uh, over 20 years ago, it was made drug and alcohol free for a reason to, pr to promote the game. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I know like there's, there's, there's a lot of sort of um, to and fro on the comments section there and a lot of, you know, a lot of suggestions. Some people said, you know, if you maybe suspended one week um, for your club, possibly that may, um, you know, to get around it, you could possibly suspend, be suspended for two games or something in the knockouts or, you know, well, like, I'm not too sure, bruh. Like, it, it, if, New South Wales, if New South Wales Rugby League are governing the knockout, right, and and, and um, suspension stand, then the best one that I've heard is um, if they've got three games, well, those games count in the knockout. So round one is one game. Mm. They get through, win through to round two, that counts as another game. There's nothing more fair than that because um, the knockout is not just one game. Like if you're going to win it, you've got to go and play through and play like six or seven games. So I believe that every game, um, it's the fairest one that I've heard, every game should count towards um, a game off your suspension. Even though it's only 20-minute 20, 20 halves, um, yeah. that's just knockout. That's, that's what knockout's all about, but it still constitutes a game, right? And if New South Wales Rugby League are governing it, well, it should count as a game underneath their banner. There's nothing more fair than that. Yeah, 100%. I totally agree with it. But I, I think for, for something like that to happen, I think probably going back to our discussion last week, I think they'd probably need to tighten up like on the registration side of things where, you know, it's more of a formal registration and, you know, there on the day the knockout committee can, you know, look at an app or something and look at this player's currently registered and serving mm. this many suspensions. You know, I think it just be just need to be managed pretty closely with, you know, obviously New South Wales Rugby League um, uh, sanctioning the event, I, su I suppose. But um, yeah, yeah I totally agree with it, bro. You know, it's sad to see. And you know, like I said, if you're if you're someone who um travels around a lot of knockouts um over the off season, then you know it's pretty tough on you if you you know you get a one or two game suspension and you can't can't serve it till the following year. You know, that's right. Especially if um and any suspension is a suspension, and we don't want to condone any sort of behaviour. But if it's just a little um you know a head eye or something like that there that someone's fallen awkward or, or something like that and um, you got your couple week for it and you miss, you know, all these knockouts leading up. I think it's, um, there's better ways around it and um, that's mm. where I reckon that the fairness of uh, every round of the knockout counting towards your suspension, uh, you know, would, would help those sort of players as well. Different story, I believe, if someone is um, abused or, or punched a referee or, or something like that, you know, um, threatening referees and officials and, um, yeah, like fighting around, all those sorts of things and and mm. just going out of control, I think that's next level. Um, but then I, I suppose the argument will be from other people, well, you can't have it both ways as well. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't want to sound like I'm condoning it, but I'm, I just think that there's a massive difference there if, you, if you're doing something silly like that or, you know, spearing someone deliberately or coming through with an elbow or punching someone and, um, yeah, like I said, threatening officials, different things like that. Um, I believe there's different levels to it. But, um, yeah, 
I see both sides because, like, I remember all the old people and all the hard work and all the stories about, you know, before um, um, motels and money and everything was thrown around and all them hard um, stories, you know, people, like I mentioned early on, sleeping, pitching tents in families' yards and sleeping along riverbanks and underneath buses where the bags go and all those sorts of things. I love those yarns, you know. Mm. Uh, and back then... I think it just takes a lot of those sort of um, old people out of it because they fought for the knockout to be our people's knockout as well. So I see their side where um, they might see New South Wales Rugby League sort of, you know, having too much control and, and, and things yeah. like that where it's only a one-off event, a lot of people missing out. Uh, they see it's unfair as well. So I don't know, I'm a bit on the fence. So, you know, I can see both sides, brother. Yeah, the other thing too is, is like I said, there's um usually maybe three or four knockouts leading up to the the big one, I suppose. You know, the yeah. hard part would be if, if you start counting <clears throat> knockout games towards suspensions, you know, let, let's say, you know, someone says, oh, yeah, I was, I was out at, at Wildgate knockout last week and I had my name down. Um, I served my suspensions there. And, you know, this is going to have to be really tight and, you know, all that sort of thing, like tracking, you know, through an app or something like that with the registrations, because, yeah, if you start um, then serving suspensions elsewhere, it'd be tough to try to track that sort of stuff down. If they said, oh, I went to the Wildcat knockout last weekend and served my suspension there and I should be able to play here in the big knockout, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how the, how the small ones are governed. I know, mm. obviously, they've got to get all their... Um, insurance and that's through country rugby league or new south wales rugby league now as well so yeah i don't know it's it's yeah not on my pay scale brother the <laughs> the, the big wig has got to sort that out but yeah I, hey. I can see i can see the arguments both sides i can see people um yeah saying that we, we can ban it if we let them play as well so um yeah. there's got to be happy medium for all um mm. Yeah, it's, it's easy to see. I don't like it when it's easy to say, like, I, I love brother um, um, Gadge there, Brett French there, Gap. Um, but also, it's hard, you know, like when you say mm. it, it's, it's simple, just don't get suspended. But yeah, I don't know, like, when you get the one week and you got to miss seven, seven matches yeah. if you're in a, in a red hot side, it's just hard. It's hard to take because, yeah. I mean, yeah, people have already it. done it. They've already missed out, so they've already felt the brunt of it all. So the them yeah. followers have already missed out and probably thinking, well, it happened to us, so let's keep it there too, you know? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it. But, you know, I think think for this year, you know, it's um, blanket rule is just suspended and you can't play. So anyway. I think that, that sort of um, feeds into that, when we're talking about a body like Nala, like them followers can then have discussions with New, New South Wales regular rugby league and if if that's what the people want being the people's knockout around yeah. you know addressing these issues if you've got a governing body like that they can go and sit with um new south wales rugby league and try and sort out the best solution as well because obviously they're going to see both sides um, mm. you're going to have smart people involved if if that that body comes to um comes to fruition there yeah 100 percent um but yeah anyway like we said it's um it's probably you know <laughs> too late to do anything about it this year but um you know, who knows, discussions for the years to come and love yours and my pay grade, brother. So. 
I think it's 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 like the old uh, confirmation of Aboriginality. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a similar sort of topic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there's grey areas, there's people with uh, common seal stamps here and there that yeah. are doing, doing silly things and that as well. So how do you go? Um, anything else on, on that topic, Ra, before we move along? Nah, nah, I'll leave <laughs> that one. I don't want to get king shot when I'm walking around the street. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sure we'll get um, roasted in the in the comments for our opinions, but anyway, all good. Yeah. Um, discussion topic number two. Um, do you think the Curry knockout needs to do more for the junior comps? Um, currently, um, what what is it? I think what all, all the junior comps are run on the Friday, and then what the grand finals held <laughs> over to the Monday. Is that how it works? Yeah, so if you win through from the Friday uh, with with the boys and girls and the women's, they're all played on um, on Monday. All the finals are played on Monday. Um, yeah, and in terms of the question, brother, I, I think um, you know we look at the Queensland Murrays and the and the New South Wales Currys in the under 16s, and I don't know if there's there can be in terms of doing more for the juniors, maybe more exposure, maybe more. Um, rep teams picked out of that not for the sake of picking them but to give them an opportunity to taste um professionalism and and maybe go down and, and you know um do some training in in some really good facilities around nro um structures and, and different things meet at least get some scouts around them you know what i mean because i don't think that there are enough scouts at the knockouts and that as well so in terms yeah. of doing more i think yeah, we can do more, but um, yeah, you can't hold a gun to the to the um, selectors or, or junior development officers' heads and tell them to come to the knockouts. But I think, um, yeah, maybe the um, yeah, put putting them all on every field on live stream or something would would help in terms of um, yeah, the growth for juniors as well because then you're getting exposure for for them young fellas and then if scouts aren't there maybe they can tap in that way you know what i mean and and watch a, a couple of these games or or they're, they're saved so you can watch them back but um yeah definitely definitely needs to be more done i think there needs to be more um opportunities provided for the young ones out of these carnivals yeah and i guess it just comes down to contacts as yeah. well you know what i mean maybe maybe there's some you know, a few people that are sort of um, selected there out of the carnival as well to, to, yeah, to take names, um, forward names on, or you know, advocate for these young ones to the scouts of of the NRL clubs in the certain yeah. regions. And if if they're from a certain region where there might be, um, um, you know, development clubs already set up, then try and keep them local so you're not losing them all together to homesickness and all that sort of stuff as well. But yeah, definitely um, a few ways I think you can support it. Yeah, and I think um, in recent years it has grown. Like I think um, over the last couple of years, like they've added like the girls 15s <laughs> and the girls 17s, I think they're, they're in play now. Um, yeah. But, you know, they didn't have that five, six years ago. It was just like the, the, the boys, you know, the boys 13, 15, 17. So it, it has slowly been progressing yeah. over time. The growth, is, the growth is there, but now... Um, you know, we're getting more and more. So, in terms of doing more for for them individually, I yeah. think, um, yeah, trying trying to get them in the good systems 
the good ones that are there, let's try and advocate for them um, and get them in the good systems. If if there are people out there that know people in, in um, you know, these clubs, then, you know, maybe a heads up. But, um, yeah, de- definitely more exposure in that way, I think. Um, but, yeah. yeah, the growth is there, brother. So, I, like, like you just mentioned then, um, it has got bigger and bigger in terms of, um, yeah, numbers. Um, last year there was only like three or four teams in the in the seventeens girls, and I think it's already doubled. So they've picked up a little bit since we sort of last talked um, in the first, in, or even the first show. You know, when you put all them teams up, and there was only three or four in there with the seventeens. Yeah. I think there's been more since then. Yeah. So we've got um, a few comments there on Facebook when we put it up. So. Um... So Cameron Blair said, uh, separate the juniors and hold on a different weekend. Um, yeah. So there's a few few suggestions there about that one. Uh, Clarissa Donovan said, uh, we chose to go to the Murray Carnival last year on the sole basis that they included juniors in the lead up uh, to their men's and the women's knockout. Um, so with, with that one there, the, the QMC, they they start their knockout and it goes for a week, I suppose. So they, their juniors run like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and th- they go from under sixes all the way up to mm. men's and women's. Um, Desi Anderson again, another comment. He said, uh, I think the, ju- the, the junior and the women's KO is getting so big that it n- almost needs its own respective KO. Yep. Um, uh, that's fair. That's fair. To, that's a fair call, yeah. But, mm. would, but would they um, like it um, to be like a standalone as well? Because then that's everyone congregating again, you know what I mean? It's a lot, it's a lot of money, but yeah, I... I I think it's a good idea to do that, but um, I think that's something for the future because it costs a lot of money to to go away to knockouts, brother. You know, for families. So. Yeah, that's it. And even I don't know if they look at maybe the scheduling. Like, you know, it'd be pretty tough on like you know my young fellas haven't played in the Kuru knockout yet. They're, they're a bit too young, but um, you know, playing all your games on the Friday and having to wait around till the to the Monday, if you're in the grand final, like that'd be pretty tough, man. You know, you'd be. It is hard, yeah. That's hard, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that, I don't know how, that, how you fix that as well. There's probably enough grounds to do it all on the Friday, to be honest with you. Yeah. All done and busted, you know what I mean? But then, uh, then I think they miss out on the coverage of you know being yeah. live streamed as well, being on TV, which you know is is a buzz for anyone, let alone kids and 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 women, you know, at grass with grassroots footy. That haven't yeah. had that exposure before. It's once in a lifetime thing, you know. People might only get that, yeah, once in their lifetime. So I think if they do that and they want to get it all wrapped up or do a standalone, make sure there's more um, uh, coverage there as well. Um, and give these fellas some some airtime as well because they're the future, you know. Yeah, yeah. And brother Cameron Blair there as well. I think he's a brother from um from up Kempsey Way. Uh, I think definitely up that group three way. So I think he's a young brother that um, I played against right through juniors with big Jup Kelly and all them from up there. So if it is you, Cameron Blair, how you been, my brother? Um, yeah, just touch on what we said before too. Like if um, um, if you did take, I suppose, take away the juniors from that Monday, like it, could you imagine like back when back when the knockout was held at some like a big stadium like Leichhardt or something like how, how good were those young fellas under the twirls yeah. be? Feeling running out on Leichhardt over or packed mm-hmm. out Monday, you know, like that's a, that'd be a crazy feeling for like young fella, you know. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Or even you know, if 
if they want to finish it up and don't make them wait around, Saturday is always a massive day. Yeah. Everyone's there on Saturday. Mm. That's when the buzz is around. Yeah. yeah. The teams that get knocked out don't tend to come back on the Sunday or they'll poke their head in, in late because they've still got headaches from the night before or whatever, you know what I mean? But Saturday would be an awesome day to get them amongst it all because they're all still sticking around and that's what yeah. they'd be getting out and, and having a look at the draw and, you know, seeing all the stars out and about on, on, on the field, you know. So Saturday would be a good day to, to put them in, put their finals on as well, I reckon, if you can yeah. find face because obviously that's jam-packed, Saturday. Yeah, 100%. But, again, you know, this another one I'm sort of sitting on. Like, I don't really know the answers to that one, but it's just good to open up discussions about these sort of things. Yeah. And, you know, whoever, whoever wins a knockout this year may consider some of this sort of stuff for, for next year or future years, you know? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, anything else before we move off that one, bros? <clears throat> no, I, I think, um, yeah, it's a good good point, brother. It's a good topic to, to be talking about because they are our future, you know, and all these young fellas, they want to be a part of the knockout because of what knockouts meant to them as well, you know, and they've all heard the stories of, um, their old aunties and uncles or mums and dads or their grandparents, all the old people, you know what I mean? So mm. it's tradition that they want to be a part of as well. So that's why I was saying give them their air as well, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. Everyone lives for this weekend. Yeah, 100%, bro. Well, um, move along to shout-outs. Uh, I've just got one here for this week. Um the brother, Michael French there from um, out Bree, um, I think he's young fella, I think his name's Christopher, he's young fella, he knocked up um, 100 games uh, this year with uh, West Walls End. Um, I just thought I'd give him a bit of a shout out and put on him sticking solid to the one club and um, keep going there. Um, no other shout outs for me this week, bro, Any, anything for you? Uh, just... Obviously, all that stuff with Bow and Darling competition. Um, just a shout out to, yeah, the mob from Burke and Garuga. Um, yeah, for letting us inside the camp as well. A couple of days out from the from the GF, you know, some people don't want to um, disrupt the week as well. And I know a lot of people don't like talking the week of because they think it's a bit of a jinx or whatever as well, you know. So um, um, they hold their cards pretty close to their chest, everyone leading in the, in the grand final week. So um, I just want to say a shout out to them fellas. And obviously Burke will be, um, you know, on the long trip home now and sad and sorry and, and mm. you know, talking about what could have been and what, what next year is going to look like sort of thing. So um, commiserations to, to all the Burke brothers, but um, yeah, congratulations to the, to the Garuga Magpies and all the mob up there as well. Um, and the other shout out for me is... Um, our game of golf with Gummy, Gummy Toomey and his young fella Rome today, and Rome's been talking it up and smashed him again. So Rome, back to the driving range, brother. <laughs> uh, good stuff. And, and brothers, one last time, um, how do we get onto your podcast? How do the crew listen in and, and be a part of it? Yeah, so we got um we got uh, the Game Changers pod podcast page on Insta. Um, we rattled some info through there, obviously. Um, I'll go through Restream, so it, it goes to three platforms. I've obviously, um, Insta's been a little bit of a pain because I've got to go through Yellow Duck and get all the stream keys and all this sort of stuff. So you can get on and have a look, uh, definitely on the on the Game Changers page. 
on Facebook. So just um, if if you're not a friend um, of the somebody that's in there, if you know someone, just get them to add you. Otherwise, just send through an invitation. Um, and then obviously YouTube as well. When we stream, we it all goes through to um, YouTube, Facebook, and Insta. So Game Changers podcasts on all all three of them. And if anyone now. Uh, yeah, would like any info, just um, or, or you've got events and, and different things coming up, you want us to come and have a yarn as well, happy to come out and have a yarn on, um, send an email through to Game Changers podcast at yahoo.com. So all those ones. But. Good stuff, bro. Um, thanks, everyone, for sending through your team list, um, all the gossip <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. Really appreciate it. Keep it coming. A um, few weeks now to the knockout, so keep keep those yarns coming in. Um, we'll come up with another couple of topics for there for um for next week's discussion. Um, if anyone's got any yep. um suggestions for topics, send it through. Um, we'll have a yarn about it. Uh, but thanks again for everyone for joining in, and uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers.